seconds left. Boston only has a one-point lead. Greer is putting the ball on a play. He gets it out deep and have a check field. from the parking lot, and Vermont has a 59-55 lead. Swung line drive, let's see him. One run is in. Here comes Green. Here's the throw to the plate. He is safe. Braves win. Braves win. Braves win. Braves win. So five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! Unbelievable. Down goes Frazier. Down goes Frazier. I just got three things to say. God bless our troops. God bless America. And gentlemen, start your engine! It's showtime. Ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, and sports enthusiasts from around the world. This is the podcast you have all been waiting for. Whether listening in the car, on your morning drive, or with one earbud in at the office, this is the sports show that has it all. From pro wrestling to the octagon, from the gridiron to the baseball diamond, from the pitch to the ice, it's all here. You have tuned in to Mount Sterling's most downloaded podcast that drops on Saturdays at 3 a.m. This is not your average podcast. This is from corner to corner. And now, here are your hosts, Sean Big Papa Kite, Wes Redman Crouch, Adam Big Country Muncie, and Neil Mulletman Payne. And welcome back to another episode of From Corner to Corner. This is your host, Sean, and I'm here with Wes. That was far better this week than last week. Thanks. I appreciate <laughs> it. And I'm here. Oh, that's it. Just that's Wes. It. Just being you. It, it, apparently, this has just become a two-person show here lately. So that's okay. Um, I, I know Adam's coaching, so it, unless we change days, we're we're not going to have Adam here for a while. So, that, but that's okay. Once summer rolls around, we can be a little more flexible. Um. So we hope that everybody listened to the golf um, coach's show with with Coach Spoonamore. It was fantastic. Yep. Um, Learned a lot, and I think that's the coolest part about these coaches' shows is we're we're being able to get the the inner workings of kind of how these mindsets of these coaches are. And I'm learning a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, learned a lot off the bass show, learned a lot off the basketball show, and definitely off of the the golf. I mean, like I play golf. It's not like I know how, I don't know how to score golf. I didn't know that your daughter played on the team, though. She did, yeah. Now, yeah. what about Mason? Did he play golf, too? No. But he no, plays he, golf, right? He, oh, he picked it up. He picked it up just a little too late. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so. Yeah. So, are you but, a big golfer? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. We'll have to go. you have to beat me because I'm not good at it. <laughs> I haven't play, I've played golf one time in the last, like, three or four years. Ever since I've become a roofer. I don't get to play golf. Well, I mean, that, that was what excited me about Allie doing um, golf. I was like, oh, I'm going to get to play some golf again. This is going to be honey, nice. Honey, we got to go practice. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Allie, grab your clubs. Right. <laughs> we'll, be, just... we'll be gone about five hours. We'll see you. 
you don't have to play. You just drive the cart. I just want to play. Right, right. So that's pretty cool. So we're into the we're into the first round of the NBA playoffs. We are. Um, we've already had some major injuries. Oh my gosh! I mean, like the first weekend. <laughs> yeah, it's like the first game. Uh, John Morant goes down. He could be out the rest of the playoffs. Because that he landed on his hand really bad, and that's yep. his shooting hand. Yeah, and you know, even if he plays, it's like let him shoot. Let's see what he's got. You uh, know? I mean, how many people have we seen try to play through an injury on on their injured hand with yeah. tape on it or something like that? Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's football, baseball, basketball. No go. It's tough. Not it's good. Tough. Uh, Giannis got hurt. Uh, he kind of acts like he's going to play, but I mean, you don't know that. To right. be, be to be true, um, hero got hurt. Yeah, broke hero his broke. Hand. What a stupid play! <laughs> like, what exactly was he trying to accomplish? It was a loose ball that goes into the backcourt. He takes off running and dives fifty feet across the floor and hits his hand on the dude's shoe and breaks his hand. Yeah, and he still got that shot off. I, I, I don't think he hit it, but but like he got the ball just shortly after that, and he. He threw it up because shooters are going to shoot. The shooters, uh, but I don't think he. I don't think he hit it. Um, but I mean, it's kind of crazy. And look, I'm not saying where we're at right now because by the time this show drops, it could change. But as of the time of recording, Sacramento's up two games to none over the Golden State Warriors. The first game was one of the greatest basketball games I have ever watched. It was an unbelievable game. I. And I don't watch NBA nope. at any point. Nope, until me neither. It gets to the playoffs. But I was like, I mean, did you know that there's three Wildcats on the? Oh yeah. So you got uh, Not, yeah. Trey Lyles is there too. Trey Lyles is there too, and a major factor in that team. Yeah. And Malik Monk is balling out. I mean, it's just like they closed their eyes, and it's the it's those two and. You know, if Bam was to go there, for heaven's sakes, I mean, it would just be all over again. I mean, they played so well together in college, and they're doing the exact same thing. Was De'Aaron and and Malik on the same team? Yeah. So, I mean, De'Aaron Fox has become the all-star. He he is their key player right now. How dumb does Charlotte look now that they literally released Malik Monk? I don't blame it. I blame it more on Malik Monk. Yeah. I mean, he did some really stupid things, and this is the best scenario for him that he got in with a organization that was still trying to grow, has been trying to grow for, my goodness. 17 years. 17 years. Since they've been to the park. And they found their number one in yeah. De'Aaron Fox. And that was the perfect person yeah. to stick with Malik Monk because they had already knew each other. Yeah. And Fox can tell him, no, no, you know, Fox can tell him, let's not do that. Just stay right. with Dude. me. Stick with me. Let's do the right thing. So on and so forth. And it has worked like a charm. Dude, it, like, like he's like a freaking rifleman right now. Yeah. And and you, you look back to last year when the Kings traded away uh, Halliburton. Yeah. To like, what are you doing? They knew what they were doing. Right. Sabonis was the guy they needed. They got Sabonis and and somebody else, and then they got Davion Mitchell coming off of the bench that they drafted from Baylor last year. Yeah, and man, I, 
they are the most efficient offense in the league this this season. And they turned the ball or they they forced 22 turnovers last night against the the Warriors. 22. They've gotten in the Warriors head. The Warriors are the Warriors are a better team. They have better players. Yeah. They have gotten in the head and it's not just the team. It's not just the way the team's being coached. That fan base oh, is dude. so starved. Yeah. And for that for crowd they, is amazing. It is it ha, it's the best crowd in the NBA right now. And, and the whole light the beam thing. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And and so like the player of the game gets to right. light light the beam. And that I think they said it was like six one or six I forget how many thousand watt bulbs. And that sucker just shoots up like you're, like it's Thor trying to contact. It looks like a know. great big lightsaber coming yeah. out the top of the yeah. uh, arena. Yeah, it's it's insane, and um, the excitement is there. And it's like, where the heck did this team come? Mike Brown's got that team playing good, yeah. and it's it's like it's kind of like watching the Suns back in the day with Nash and them when they just like they just scored, yeah. you know, uh, but. You know they're playing defense, yeah. and the, the the crazy part about it is, is they haven't played defense all year long. But they, like I said, forcing twenty two turnovers, and then you got Steph Curry missed a wide open three pointer to tie the game last night, and the Kings ended the game on like a twelve to three run or something right. like that. Um, so that that was kind of crazy. The Lakers went back and forth with um, Memphis in that first game. And then, like, look like that Memphis was going to beat them. And then all of a sudden, who's this? I can't remember the kid's name. Who's the white boy for the Lakers? Um, oh crap! Oh shoot! He he was um, he was a two way player. Hang on just a second. Austin Reeves. So I I saw something on on the Sports Center about him. He. Got a phone call during the draft in the second round by the Detroit Pistons. And they said, hey, we're going to draft you and offer you a two-way deal. And he goes, I'm not interested. Because the Lakers had already contacted him and told him that if he went undrafted, they were going to sign him to a, a, a two-way deal. Yeah. Right? So he basically had his choice. So he went to the Lakers. He started out the season in the G League, and he's now starting for the team. Right. And in the fourth quarter the other day, LeBron James is standing on the wing and Austin Reeves is hitting threes, driving down the lane, and is literally taking over the game. Yeah. He scored like 15 points in the fourth quarter. And, like, he's gotten better as the year has gone on, and he's he's cheap, <laughs> you know? Oh. I mean, so, and uh, you got to love that story. But, I mean, Austin Reeves and Rui Hachimura right. owned the fourth quarter the other night. And – I mean, if John Morant is not able to come back, I, it's going to be hard for the Lakers to lose this first-round series. By the way, another team that has three U.K. players on it, Anthony Davis, Jared Vanderbilt, and Wenyon Gabriel. I, I didn't I, – I, <laughs> I knew Vanderbilt was there. I didn't know Wendy Gabriel. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So he actually plays? Well, I mean, very little. <laughs> Play, he played a, but a, now Jared Vanderbilt is a huge part of their rotation. Oh yeah, I mean, I, 
Which surprised If I'm not mistaken, me. he they, starts. I swear that kid did not look like he could dribble the ball when he played at Kentucky. <laughs> of course, he only played, I don't know, a quarter of the season. That's true. That's true. But so, still. Yeah. Um, the Heat upset the Bucks in game one. So, I yeah. think they play again tonight. Um, the Suns got beat by the Clippers. And Russell Westbrook loved that because – he had that big block at the end of the game, and basically he defended, um, yeah. he defended KD most of the game, and KD didn't take a shot the last eight minutes of the game. You know, so they're still. I think the Suns are still trying to figure out: is this Booker's team? Is this Chris Paul's team? Is this KD's team? Look, KD's the guy you put the ball in his hand at the end of the game. That's just, that's just, yeah, yeah, that's just it. You know. He's there's a reason he's he a costs so much player. money. Yeah, he's the top fifteen player of all time. Booker right. ain't there yet. Right. So get the ball to, to KD. Right. And I mean, I know the Heat had that same problem when they first got all together with Bosch and and all them. But get get the ball to KD. That that's what you got to do there on that part of it. So, but <clears throat> that that I like I said, it's about the only time that I ever really watch the NBA. Is during the playoffs, but yes. you know because they start playing basketball. They, they do, they do, and like I said, that that game one between the 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 Kings and the uh, Warriors was back and forth yeah. the whole game. And De'Aaron Fox, dude, golly, he was a freaking beast. He sco- like he tied. Uh, I think he had the second most points. Ever in a in a debut game in the playoff in the, in a playoff with thirty eight points, I yes. believe is what I heard is that he had the second highest point total in a debut. Yeah, and, and I think he's gotten he's got the second most or tied for the second most two game in Kings history. Yeah, uh, along with um, um, uh, uh, Oscar Robinson and. Somebody else. I uh, that was you know that's probably hall of team that was hall of fame yeah. team. You know hall yeah. of fame players. You're yeah. just like, oh, he's 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 pretty good. Yeah, yeah, and you know I mean Steph doesn't play defense. No. So D, D, I mean Fox is just doing whatever he wants to. So so he's yeah. And see, I didn't put that. I just figured. I just figured. Yeah. Like we said last show, I don't. You don't bet against Steph and Clay Thompson when it comes to these things, but they're being outplayed yeah. at this point, yeah. and they're being outscored. Now, now, I believe in the way the NBA. So they're going to go. They're going to go on the road for two games, right? Yes, so, they play both. They played the first two games yeah, in Sacramento. Sacramento. Then they're going to go. Now they'll go to Golden State. Then they'll be back to Sacramento. Then Golden State. Right. <clears> yeah. Then, then it goes back and forth. Yeah. After game four. Yeah, it's only the finals is 2-3-2. Two, two, right. Which I, it's so funny that they changed that format just for the finals. Um, but if they come out of Sacramento with a 3-1 lead, it's over. I mean, they'll close it out in game five. Oh, yeah. Now, the big, the big question mark is right now is Draymond Green. I mean, you saw the stomp, which – Who's the Duke player that stepped on Roderick, Roderick back in the day? That would be Christian Lightner. Oh yeah, yeah, that dude. <clears throat> we can we can we can uh, we can play that up because uh, 
our local Duke uh, Dukey is yeah, not here tonight. That's true. But like that was bad. But I, I like Draymond stomped and like pushed himself off. Right. And like like coasted. Yeah. And they were, it was all over the radio today. And they're like, well, it didn't really look that bad. Well, it looked pretty bad to me. I mean, Adam would say, as he texted us earlier today, that it was all Sabonis' fault because Sabonis grabbed his ankle. I, I Look, he did. He grabbed his ankle. And There's no doubt about that. foul called against him. Um, but all Draymond had to do was flop. They flop all the time in the, in the NBA. All he had to do was flop. If yeah. it means he lands on his legs, lands on his legs, but and he, he wouldn't have had anything against him. But he, he made it his, act like – He reared his leg yeah. up and stomped. He made it act like he was getting tripped and was losing his balance, and then and then uh, uh, it was an accident. I accidentally was stepped on him because I was trying to get away from him. Mm-hmm. Come on. I'm not uh, that flexible. I can't bend that much. Uh, again, as I said – Earlier today, Draymond's a turd. I don't. I, I. I can't. I can't stand the guy. I don't care if he's the heart and soul of the Warriors. I don't care if he's. Uh, we we play Warrior basketball because this is what it means to play Warrior basketball. No, you're turning into a turd. <laughs> right. You're no better than Grayson Allen was at Duke. Yeah. You're a turd. Yeah. So just and and after all of that, while they're doing the, while they're doing the. Uh, Going back to the screen to see what happened, he goes over to the fans and he's agging them on. That's dumb. It's stupid. Stop, Draymond. Yeah. Well, and he wound up getting kicked out of the game. Yeah. And there's questions as to whether or not he'll play game three or not. Um. So he may not get to play in game three. And if he doesn't play in game three, because of the NBA or because of or because of NBA Golden State. No, the NBA. Uh, may may uh, suspend him a game for that. I heard that multiple so times. So can today. he play in game two since he was thrown out? They've already done game two. It's, oh, yeah. It's 2-0. Wait a minute. This happened in game two. It did. So, yeah, he won't play in the game three. Yeah. There's no way. He'll I get mean, suspended. They haven't, they haven't made that be, official with yet. With it but being a direct, a direct exe- injection. With it being Draymond Green. I mean, he too. already has a history. That's true, too. So – if they don't have Draymond in Game Three, they have a hard. They're going to have a hard time beating uh, Sacramento. They one hundred percent. He's he's the heartbeat, you know. So it'll be interesting to see what it is. Uh, Draymond's a great player. He, the thing about it is, it's like Draymond would have been perfect in the late ninety or late eighties, early nineties. Like he he would have been the epitome of the de, uh, of the Detroit Pistons. Because he reminds me so much of a Bill Lambeer or a, a Bill Edwards or Dennis Rodman. <laughs> he, he, just, I mean, he just epitomizes those guys. Okay, he's a great player. And maybe they have to have him on the court because maybe he can direct everything. I yeah. thought that was a point guard's uh, point of view to do. I thought that would have been Steph Curry's point of view. He's a great player. That's what you just said. Yeah. He had He played 31 minutes the other night. He had eight points, five assists, four rebounds, and five fouls. Yeah. I don't see greatness there. Well, that was only 30, 31 minutes. You didn't give him a chance to get the triple-double. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, his his career averages are probably like 10, 8, and 5 or something like that because he is a across-the-board category guy. 
And he and Steve uh, Steve Kerr will tell you he's the best passer on the team. So, you know, I don't know. Anthony Davis and LeBron James want him on the Lakers. I'm out on him, but yeah. whatever. Yeah, I'm not defending him. I just say he is a good player, though. So, so spring practice has been going around, and uh, you know you've had the spring games and stuff in college football. Yes. Did you see that Arch Manning did not impress? I did. Like, he was awful. <laughs> Didn't look like he knew how to throw a football. So bad that immediately after the game, Quinn Ewers was named the starter. Right. Without question. Right. Now the question is, is does he even make the backup role? And he got out. He got outshone by the backup in the in that game too. And they're saying now maybe third string, which. I think leads to lead you to believe that he might be headed towards redshirt. And I don't know if he'll want to do that because they are in spring transfer. I mean, do we see Arch Manning transfer? I mean, they paid him a ton of money in IL. Well, yeah. I mean, anybody with the last name of Manning is going to get paid, uh, um, you know, a ton of money with the NIL. It, look, there's a, there's a major jump between high school and college. Yeah. And there's a major jump between college and the NFL. There yeah. just is. Um, and, you know, you, you've got to – it makes you wonder if he is living on his name. It makes you wonder if he actually does the work. Yeah. You know, I, I, I don't know. Uh, if, if he doesn't. Peyton, his uncle Peyton and his uncle Eli will be mad at him because those dudes put the work in. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, I mean, speaking of, I mean, uh, Peyton has spoken very highly of Mr. Will Levis. Yes, he has. Yes, he has. So, he's already said that he thinks the Colts should take him because they, 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 he thinks that, 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 that Levis is the real deal. Right. Yeah. So, uh, I, you know, I, I just – I don't know. I hope Arch works out because I want to see another Manning in the, in the NFL, uh, you know, because both been – really all three of them. I mean, when it comes down to his grandpaps too. Uh, and, you know, they all were pretty – Pretty good in the NFL. I don't be, care. Be I mean, Archie. Disappointment I mean, Archie played it right? in, for the Saints when the Saints were the Aints. Yeah, and he was still pretty good. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I want to see another Manning back in the NFL, but yeah, I, it, it you got to put work. You got to put your work in. I hope he's doing it. Maybe and, he was just and, nervous. And I mean, he he is at Texas. Yeah. I mean, he had an he easily. Could have gone to Ole Miss, which I think he should have, um, and not been as – I mean, you're still in the SEC, but I don't think there's as much pressure. Yeah. Because there's not the competition around you. I mean, you know, Corral was gone and, and whoever the uh, – I can't remember the guys. Uh, Dart. Dart was there. They Maybe still him. is. He, he – or did he graduate? No, he he was he was there, and then they brought in Spencer Sanders. That's right. So I mean, you know, I I don't know. I, he, let's just hope that he can right the ship. Out. And I mean, he you know, technically he went he graduated high school, 
early to be at spring practice. Yeah. And, you know, this is – he's only had – I mean, he's been at been able to be at their facilities and work out and stuff like that, but he's only had really two to three weeks of college ball practice. Yeah. Uh, so, we'll just have to see if it um, – it works out. I, I was kind of surprised they didn't redshirt him from the beginning, but I. But then again, I don't know if they know what Quinn Ewers is yet. Right. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. I just, I just know that I saw it and I was like, well, "That's kind of, uh, it's kind of big news," you know. Um, and then it was all over social media today too. So. So I mean, and like you were talking about, uh, Peyton says Will Levis um, is going to be probably is best fit to be a quarterback out of this quarterback class that's going to come up in the NFL draft, which happens next weekend. Right. Um, so the quarterbacks are so all over the place. I don't know. Uh, other than everybody says Bryce Young is the number one yeah. quarterback, whether he's going to be the number one pick or what, but he's the number one quarterback overall. And I think we've both, me and you have both said it. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. I just don't see it. Yeah. Um, I mean. This draft might be one so of the better drafts that I've seen going in a while. On. Yeah. Because of that. But, and, and it's like a month ago, it's, there's a possibility of all four quarterbacks going in the top five picks. And now you're hearing reports that that Young might be the only quarterback that goes in the top ten. And like in a in a league that is starving for quarterbacks, I mean, it's almost certain at this point that Are they starving for quarterbacks? The NFL? I mean, for a lot of these teams cannot get it right. Correct. I you agree know? with that. And so, and most of them are picking at the top of the draft, you know, because they can't get it right. You have Houston has all but come out and said they're probably not drafting a quarterback. My thought on this is do they say we're not going to draft a quarterback so they can basically put that bait out there to kind of see what kind of offers they could possibly get, right? Or they're completely prepared to take a quarterback, but they're just like, well, if somebody gives us a, a stupid offer, then we're going to take it, right? Yeah. I mean, if they if the Colts turned around and gave them four and a first-round extra, I mean, if they get some sort of a deal like the – uh, the Bears got, you yeah, know, where right. they get two two or two ones, two twos, and a and a player or something like that. They got to take that, yeah, because I don't think there's any secret to it. Houston has kind of got this mindset that Caleb Williams or Drake May might be the the quarterback that they want versus any of these guys in this draft. Personally, I think like. It's so funny. Doing this podcast, I, I've been a sports fan basically my whole life. But doing this podcast and looking at things differently than I 
you know, because I mean, we want to do a justice to our fans, right? Right. So we do, like, we do some research. I, I, I'm constantly, you know, looking at stuff, and we're always sharing things. And hey, do we need to talk about this and stuff like that? I was just getting ready to say, I don't know if it's me, or if it's, or if it's the draft itself, but I don't remember the possibility of so many, of so many. I don't mean to say possibility over again, but so many possibilities of what's going to happen in the top four picks. Yeah. I can't remember that. Yeah. Everybody was, I'm going to take this edge rusher, or I'm going to take this quarterback, or I'm going to take, well, never, usually rarely an, uh, a running back, yeah. except for Ricky Williams. Um, but um, Or Barkley. Or, Bar- yeah. Um, Reggie Bush. That's about. But, but yeah. I, it's so up in the air yeah. this year, and. Maybe it's because I'm watching it a little bit more, but I, you know, because of the podcast. But it's just like, well, I mean, I don't. How many variations of the mock drafts have we shared in right. the last two months? Right, and it's changed. I mean, we've seen Will Levis go from number one to number twenty-seven to number four. Yeah, back back down to sixteen. Right. I mean, and it's a guessing game, right? Right. Yes, it is very legitimately possible. Come next Thursday, that. By the time 9.30 rolls around, when we're an hour and a half into the draft, four quarterbacks have come off the board. And not only that, I fully expect there's only going to be somewhere between four and six picks that's only going to be able to be be taken off because I fully expect for there to be a trade for number one, a trade for number two, back up to trade to number three. I think the Panthers are locked in. I mean, there's – I agree with that, but – you never know because yeah. what they gave up, well, you know, they could come off of that number one to get some of that, some I, of that uh, assets back. I told you the other day that that uh, that the Titans traded for the third pick. There's the, apparently they didn't, but I'm telling you, I know what I saw on ESPN, and it said Titans move, make move for third pick. So I know where you got that. Okay, uh, because I looked and looked and looked and looked and looked, and I could not find anything, but I found a clip. Where Greeny was on first take, maybe, maybe even on the Pat McAfee show. And he said the Titans either need to go up and get the third pick or did get go up and get the third pick or something like that. And that's where all that blew up. Yeah. Was Greeny was the only one that said it. Yeah. And um and then it just kind of Yeah. Well the away. funny thing about it is is you know how a sports center will go hour by hour, yeah. right? Yeah. Well so I stayed on, and I was watching it into the second hour because I was like, well, I'm going to go back and try to confirm this. Right. They didn't show it again the second time around. <laughs> you know? And I was like, because mm. everything else was exactly the same up yeah. until they point. And I was like, oh, it was right after this. No, it wasn't there. <laughs> I was like, mm. okay. But anyway. But that could still happen. It, it, it is speculated that they're going to move off of that, that trade, you know, that pick. But I – I know what I watched in the bowl in the bowl season. Yeah. And I know that Georgia was the best team in college football this year. Correct. So Stetton, Stetson Bennett needs to go number one. Yes. <laughs> no. That's not what I was thinking. But I saw a dude named CJ Stroud yeah. pick that team apart. Yeah. And barring a boneheaded kick from his kicker, Ohio State beat Georgia. 
I said the same thing about Justin Fields. The year, the year that he came but, that was but playing Justin in the Fields playoffs. is not. But he was CJ Stroud. He don't I, have the arm. That I understand that. Had. I understand that. But but I guess my point is, um, both of those quarterbacks, both of the Ohio State quarterbacks, have had success against the best on the biggest stage. Yeah, and um, I tend to agree with you. I think Stroud is the most ready right now. Justin Fields, that was against Clemson, right? Yes, and I mean he got hurt yeah. and continued to play and continued to shred them. Yeah, and, and of course he he can run too, right? Yeah, but he was doing C- a lot of it with his arm. CJ's not much of a of a runner, dude. I'm telling you, like he like he literally did everything that he could do to win that ball game, right? Against Georgia, yeah, they couldn't stop him, yeah, and. I don't know. First time I, all I, I year. I may be wrong. I have the number two pick in the in the dynasty draft, and I'm trying to pick and I'm trying to determine is it Stroud or is it or is it uh, Bryce Young? Bryce Young. A lot of that depends on where they're going. One hundred percent. I know that everybody says Bryce Young is going number one. I think C.J. Stroud is, and I'll tell you why. It all goes back to he went. To Frank Wright's house, and and Mama Reich, Wright, whatever his name is, fixed dinner, and they had a home cooked meal in Frank's house. The next night, it was Bryce Young's turn, and they just went to a restaurant. He didn't right. meet. He didn't meet Mama. Right. He didn't get a home cooked meal. Now, I'm just telling you, read into that as you may. But to me, that tells me that that Frank is looking at C.J. Stroud as his guy. Hey, friends in and around the Gilbert, West Virginia area. Are you needing a shave and a haircut? That hair looking a little shaggy? Look no further than Rawls Barbershop. Brad has been servicing the Gilbert area for almost 10 years now. Brad will not only give you the best haircut in town, but will greet you with great customer service. As Floyd the Barber once said, it's the best clip joint in town. I can I tend to agree with you. Yeah, and if Houston's not going to pick a quarterback, then the Colts they, they the Colts are going possibly. to move to two. That's just all I, there is to it. I think you're it. right. The I Col- think the Colts move to two, and I think Houston gets four, keeps eleven, and I think they take two defensive guys, or they take a defensive guy, probably Will Anderson and a wide receiver. A wide receiver. Yeah. Um. And then, and then it's like, okay, well, are they moving to two to take a Bryce Young or a, a C.J. Stroud, or are they moving to two to take Will Levis? Yeah, because I, I think I, they get Will Levis at, at four. I think at this point. Unless somebody jumps up. I think at this point Will Levis has has jumped um, Anthony Richardson. I think the hype is coming off of Anthony Richardson a little bit. He's an athlete. He's an, 100%. And he can throw the ball. He has a cannon. Right. But he's not accurate. He's not Cam Newton. No. He's, you know, Cam Newton, Cam Newton was pretty darn good when he had his head straight in the yeah. NFL coming in his rookie year and yeah. for the first, I don't know, after four or five went, years. After they went to the Super Bowl, it was all over. Right. And so, you know, Anthony Richardson is that athletic. 
he can throw the ball, but he's not. He he just he's got some learning to do. Yeah. Is he gonna be? Is he gonna be better than Malik Willis? I believe so. You know, oh, Malik because Willis is awful. because he's that because he's that much more athletic. Um, but you I know, mean, can he turn in? Can you think about Malik Willis. You, perfect example. Right. What, the, the the night we going into the draft last year, it's expected that Malik Willis could be drafted in the top five. Right. He fell to the fourth round. Yeah. And he's not any good. <laughs> like, there are – look, I love Tim Tebow, right? Tim Tebow, one of the greatest college football players of all time. Had one decent season because they ran the ball a lot. Had one phenomenal game, the 316 game in the playoffs. That was it. Yeah. You know, I loved Tim Tebow. Right. And I defended him. I'm like, man, they're not, they're not giving him a chance. They're not giving him a chance. <laughs> he was a great college football player. Right. Stetson Bennett is a great college football player. But I could see Stetson Bennett being a great backup in the NFL. Oh, 100%. Well, I had some dude on social media when I said that. He got all mad. He's like, well, I don't know why he can't be a starter. Because he's not a starter. He's not Brock Purdy. But he – I don't know. I don't – hey, if Brock Purdy does, it, I think it would be fantastic. Again, well, I love it, goes to, it, goes to, it goes to what you and Adam said – if he if can he fall into the right spot and yeah. be a um system quarterback a, 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 you know right a product of the system thank yeah. you uh, he could he land in a spot that like just like Brock Purdy did Brock Purdy set back he learned the offense he knows how to run that offense can Stetson Bennett fall into a spot where uh oh our starting quarterback got hurt. Stetson Bennett steps in and goes, I know this. This is easy. I'm just going to sit back here and throw it to these guys. I can immediately think of two great landing spots for Stetson Bennett. Let's see. Are these two spots with good quarterbacks? I would call them decent quarterbacks. So... The first one right off the top of my head, I'm going to say, is the New York Giants. Oh, no, they're not going to do that because they just signed him $40 million. Right, but if you take him in the sixth round and he backs him up and Daniel Jones gets hurt. Yeah, I, I could see that. I actually had Miami and Detroit on on my mind. Okay. Because I can see those. they're very talented on the offensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. Both of those teams kind of mimic what the Georgia offense looks like. Yeah. Good running games, fantastic wide receivers. Yeah. Good tight ends. Right. You just need a quarterback that can throw the ball. Right. And, like, I could see that. Because I feel like I feel like that the, the, the Lions are, are in on golf, but I also see them could possibly take a, a – a, a quarterback later in the draft. Well, I mean, they've been, they've been, uh, there's been speculation that they would take Hendon Hooker. Yeah. So Hendon Hooker is another one. He's, his stock is rising. Right. He's, he's now moved up as to the fifth quarterback in the first round. Absolutely. Um, and some speculate as early as 
Seattle in like the seven or eight range, right. wherever yep. they're at. I have seen that. So anyone that goes to Seattle, I say anyone, any of those top five guys, yeah. even Anthony Richardson, yeah. if they can go to Seattle and be with Pete Carroll and more more importantly be with Geno Smith, yeah. I think that quarterback is going to be successful. Yeah. It might take two or three years. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I tell you, I really wish that the draft was not on a Thursday night at uh, 8.30. Yes, yes. Because – Yes. I, I mean, I've I've thought about, like – We need to live stream it. I, I've thought about that. Like, I, like I, I'm – I'm fully I'm totally, up for that. I am too. And I, I'm not so sure that we shouldn't be on air maybe an hour prior to the draft and or 30 minutes prior to the draft – and maybe watch the first five or six picks online, you know. I mean, I know you, you yeah. have to work early and Adam has to work early, uh, and it's a school night. But, man, like you said, there's so many possibilities so in the many, first five I, or six picks. I don't know that I've ever seen that. Yeah. That we just – you just don't know what's going to happen. And it's like, you know, do we even see a Houston pick prior to Houston's pick? Right. Or, I mean, a trade. I mean, you know, it's like – I don't. There's no way that the Panthers gave away what they did to trade back. Now it's been speculated that they could possibly reacquire a first round pick and a second round pick to drop back a spot or two. But if you're sold on uh, Stroud or or Bryce Young, the only way you guarantee that is number one. It's like Jesse and I talking about. The, the Dynasty League. He's got the number one pick in the Dynasty League. And I told him the other day, straight up, I got the number two pick. I said, who are you taking? And he goes, well, I'm, I'm kind of leaning Bijan. And I said, well, let me promise you this. The only way Bijan Robinson winds up on your team is if you take him with the number one pick. Right. Because you won't get him at three. And, and those are the uh, those are exact talks. That's why I love this, I love this fantasy uh, football uh, this dynasty football league because those are the exact talks that are happening before this draft yeah. right now. Yeah. Well, we, <clears throat> I was talking not, not to get too far off the NFL. We'll get back to that. But I was uh, talking to Jeff and, and Darren at bowling the other night. And I said, did, did you see my trade? And, and or I said, did you see the, the blockbuster half hour that transpired, <laughs> you know, on the dynasty <laughs> app the other night? And he goes, and he said, no. And he said, he said, what? He said, I'm, he said, I'm mute football when it's not football season. It's baseball season. I was like, Darren, Darren, no. <laughs> In a dynasty football, he gets 365. Right. I mean, there's no muting the, the, the app. I mean, what are you doing? <laughs> I mean, this is. Thank you for your donation, Darren. Yeah. It's like, like, it, it I'm kidding. I, I want to trade again. It's the it's the one, like I think it's the funnest football league I've ever been in. ever. One hundred percent. Even though it was only the second time in all of my history of not making the playoffs last year, but that's what changes the whole strategy. I one hundred percent wanted it to make it a three team trade that you can't do, uh, other than this type of league in that in in the sleeper app. You can't really do that. You can't do it in ESPN. I don't right. know if you can do it in Yahoo. I don't play in Yahoo anymore. Yeah. But you can do it in this league. That's the first. I wanted to 100% be like, oh, God, we got a three-team trade. It's going to be great. And I couldn't get it played off. I couldn't get it pulled off because I was like, 
All right, I'm just going to have to trade here, then trade. It was the most. I, told, I, I figured out how to do them. It, a, oh no, it's uh, not that I, I knew how to do it. Yeah, it's just that I couldn't get there's this person sold to. I couldn't get Jared sold, and finally got him sold, and was yeah. like, I'm "Fine, just let's just do this trade." And then I know that I've got this one set up. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I almost didn't make you sleep for t uh, for a for a <laughs> right. night. Yeah, because you were like, "Why did you stop talking to me?" Yeah. About this trade. We were talking about the trade, and then all communication went deaf. Yeah. And I guarantee you that that's the exact same thing that happens in the NFL. There's some GMs that are sitting over there going, oh, we've got this. We've got, we had talks with the agents, talked to them. I haven't heard anything for five minutes. What's going right. on? <laughs> what just happened? They hung up. Why, why did that, you know? And it's like, <laughs> but I mean, but you're right. So, and here's the crazy part about it, right, is – I don't know. We were we had just got back from doing something. I don't, the, the the family, and I just I got a text message from you, and I looked down and I was like, oh, I, I'll get that in a minute. And then I'm looking, and you, hey, would you trade uh, Henry and Devontae Smith for two first round picks? And and I'm like, you don't have two first round <laughs> picks. And then you go, like, I know I'm working on that. And I was like, and I'm sitting there, oh God. Am I really going to waste my time on this? I mean, this is like a a fact, uh, you know, a, a make believe trade right now. And I was like, eh, I don't know. But I mean, we wound up text, texting a freaking hour and a half on it, and then then you're like, and I think at some point I asked you, I was like, okay, what's the possibilities of this actually happening before I really think about <laughs> it? Because and it's like, you, like you said, it just kind of went dead silent. And I, I called you the next morning, and I was like, you know, there was a time that if I was talking to somebody in the middle of a trade like that and just went silent, that I wouldn't sleep all night long. <laughs> but but at that point, it was a fictional trade to me, so it didn't really matter because you were still trying to pull off the trade to acquire the two first-round picks to trade away. So let me. So now that it, the trade's done, yes, I want to I want to know this. Why did you not just want the the picks? And what made you think, let me acquire these two draft picks so I can immediately turn around and flop them for or flip them for for something else? Ultimately, it come down to I'm not sold on Dalvin Cook. Uh, and he wasn't even in the initial offer. It wasn't, but I already had that panned out in my head. Um, if, if but you would come off of Dalvin, if you yes, had to. exactly. Um, I, I just wanted, look, you've already seen from almost day one. I don't value rookie picks. Yeah, I don't. Um, obviously Adam doesn't either. Cause he has none. <laughs> right. And I had zero, I had two fourth rounders. Yeah. Um, going into the, going into this. Um, I've done a little bit more research, and there are a couple of guys that I, you know, that I would like to have. Um, but I mean, I had a good team. I, I mean, you know, I, I, I still think, but I knew after this season that I felt like I needed to get younger, yeah. and I traded away AJ Brown, which is probably within arguably anywhere from one to five. Yeah, in in all dynasty rankings. Yeah. 
and I knew that was the price that I was going to have to get back. Maybe I gave up a little too much because I did give up a first and a second for next year. Yeah. But I knew that the price was going to have to be was going to be hefty coming back to me. Um, and I wanted to get younger on my roster all the way around. Yeah. And so I had Hence already is where Devontae Smith comes in. And I had already, and I, you know, I started doing, started trying to figure out, so what my starting lineup was going to be, and I've come to the conclusion that one stud running back, along with a running back, but that you think, you know, in 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 your research, is going to be, is either going to have this year or next year have that out upcoming. Uh, breakout season. Not only that, that person's going to be young, so yeah. you're going to have two, three, four years with that person. Yeah. Um, that's another reason why I went ahead and got Ramondre. Yeah. Uh, Stevenson for and, and I mean Harris is gone now, so I mean right. Stevenson's backfield. My worry is they take a quarterback, they take a running back oh, sure in the first will. in the first three rounds. If it's after the first three rounds. Then I feel like I'm okay. Yeah. But if it's if there if there's draft capital there on that team that they've taken somebody within the first three rounds, it worries me a little bit more for yeah. Ramondre. Um, but he does already have that rapport with Mac Jones, or uh, if he's going to be a starting quarterback. But he, he he can he shows that he can. I think Mac Jones can bounces catch. back this year now that he has an offensive coordinator. I do too. Yeah. If they actually, can just if they can just get some wide receivers him from Jesse. And and it just we just couldn't we just couldn't yeah. come to terms with so, it. So you know, so starting everything out, I had Deontay Johnson, I had um, Jalen Waddle, that I had traded Tyreek Hill straight up for Jalen Waddle. Same team, younger, and he had more yards per catch than Tyreek Hill. And by the way, since we made that trade, Tyreek Hill said, "I'm going to retire in three years." Oh, I didn't know that. Um, he he said after my contract's up, I'm I'm gone because yeah. he's going to do something else. Yeah. Um, but um, and then I had AJ Brown, and I, I just felt Probably like mad because he missed out on a, a Super Bowl ring because he was selfish. <laughs> Probably, but he you know that was that was only three. I didn't have another one where we have two flex spots. Yeah. So I started doing the, the putting together. And I knew that I could get four young wide receivers if all of this would work out, which I ended up with Jerry Judy, still uh, 23. I ended up – I've got Deontay Johnson, uh, which is my lesser of all of them, but he's still only 26. Yeah. And if he plays for the Steelers, fine. Did if he you, doesn't play for the Steelers, he could go somewhere else with Alan a better Robinson quarterback. Did you see got traded to the Steelers I today? did say I did see that. I don't think that bothers – him because that's more of a, a veteran presence to that 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 core. True. Um, um, then I end up. I, I do still have Jalen Waddle. Uh, will be his third year. Third year. Yeah. Anyways, and then and I got, got Devonte Smith, Smith. Um, which 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 was my hang up in the deal. Right. Right. Like I didn't mind trading Henry. I already had Henry on the on the trading block. Right. My biggest thing with Henry is is they're talking about trading. And my fear is if he's not in Tennessee, he might not get to – he might not run the way he runs in Tennessee. And He may and, not get the yards, yeah. but I feel like he could end up the season with 20 touchdowns. He could. and he very, he very, I'm sure he will now that I traded him. <laughs> uh, 
There's, there's no doubt. Especially to me. Yeah. I don't know why I trade with you. Because I never, I never win that. But, look, I didn't make the playoffs last year. And we talked about this the day that we did the trade. I am very young at running back. Yeah. So, Dalvin Cook is just a catalyst, right? If he sucks, I mean, I've got Damian Pierce, who's going to be in a run-heavy offense now. I've got Limpy Brian Robinson, who, I mean, you laughed him off, but the, the, the dude's got talent. I laughed him off, but then I said I wanted him. Yeah. Yeah, on top of everything else. Um, I still got Swift, which we don't know what that is yet. And then I got Pacheco, and I think Pacheco is going to be freaking awesome this year. I would because, tend to agree with you. Because uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is gone. Right. And McKinnon is gone. Right. So, it's Pacheco's backfield. Yeah. Um, and I've got – I'm deep at wide receiver. Yeah. You know? And so, I, I, I replace Devontae Smith in the lineup with Cortland Sutton mm-hmm. with a Sean Payton as a head coach. And that's another – that's the other reason. Yeah. When I initially – when we initially started talking, me and Jared – he wanted to give me Chris Godwin and um, Jacoby Myers. Yeah, and it just didn't. It just didn't. I, I wanted Chris to take, Godwin doesn't stay healthy enough for me. I want. I, I would. I would keep Chris Godwin, but I wanted somebody of youth. Yeah, because I was giving him AJ uh, AJ Brown. Yeah, along with Godwin, and then I started looking at it, and I went. Why am I not trying to keep Jacoby Myers but change the number one wide receiver in this? Which I ended up, I ended up saying Jerry Judy is the one I want because of Sean Payton. Right. Because he, down the stretch, the last six games, yeah. he was 100% their yeah. number one. Yeah. Um, so, and, and he's only 23 years right. old. And so, and, and, so I, and, and I kept the Palmer kid. Yeah. Uh, from, uh, from the Chargers, yeah. and then I've got Osborne, okay, from right. the, the Vikings, which you didn't want him either. But Osborne now becomes the number two because mm-hmm. Adam Thielen's gone. Right. So the last three games of the season last year, Osborne was playing out of his mind. Right. So I don't know what he is, but I'm deep at wide receiver. I really didn't want to trade Devontae Smith because he's really good. Um, but like I said, I didn't make the playoffs last year. So, I needed like my quarterback room. My quarterback room was less than par last year. Lamar was hurt most of the season. I mean, Russell was was whatever he was. Of course, I traded um, Herbert away, and then he gets a freaking offensive coordinator. That's um, you know, <laughs> so that'll probably back backlash there too. Um. And and then of course I, I I I managed to acquire Aaron Rodgers. I'm not real sure what he is going to be. Yeah. He's either going to retire or he's going to be a New York Jet. But he's going to be the New York Jets on a a team that just needs a quarterback. But it you know? makes sense for you to have these picks because other than Lamar, I mean I think Russell Wilson's got some years under him still yeah. left. But uh, when I say years, we're talking about. Well, I, mean, I mean, he's getting close to thirty, right? Or, oh, he's or, over thirty. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. he's he's thirty three or thirty four yeah. or something yeah. like that. He still can play. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. And and we'll see what Sean Payton can you know form yeah. him into. Hopefully but he's still that age. 2.0. So 
you know, it puts you in a position to where you could get, you know, you can get your quarterback and then you can get complimentary pieces yeah. to go with it. Quarterback. Yeah, because so basically, you've got. I've I've made two trades in the last couple of weeks, and I've acquired. I moved up to the number two spot with Darren's pick, right? And then with your pick, I acquired the number six and the number nine. So I got three of the top nine, you know, picks. Right. And I mean, we, you know, like we talked the other day, man. Once we get past the second round, it's going to be freaking darts. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, like even today on the radio, they were talking that generally in the NFL draft, if you're in the top 20, you know you're getting a a player that will contribute immediately to your team. Yeah. And that's not like that this year. Like they're talking about like, I mean – I mean, I heard one guy say today that Njigba is the only wide receiver that's first-round talent. Great. I agree with that. And, you know, so – but but you have to feel like Addison and the Johnson kid from TCU are probably going to get drafted in the first round. But they're going to be complementary pieces, right? They're not going to be number one wide receivers. It's not just going to be uh, – Offense driven, though. I mean, you're still you still got your edge yeah. rushers. Uh, your, your, That's true. Your Will Anderson. There's and not your, a lot of offensive linemen in this draft. There's only a few. Uh, uh, yeah, and and normally there's yeah. four or five that go in the first yeah. round there. So yeah. I could 100, yeah. especially Quentin Johnson. I could see him. Yeah, I could see him dropping to second, third round, even. Yeah, um, I could see Jordan Addison dropping into the second round. Yeah. And, um, and that. Like I think that's a mistake. Yeah, Jordan Addison's better than than you know, and you know I think it's this is what I was going to say earlier. I think it's fantastic because I'm not an expert by no means, right? But when when we play when you play fantasy sports and when you watch sports and now with this and stuff, Wes, we're no different than Mel Kiper. We don't know a flipping thing more or less. Look, how many, but he's wrong all the time. He is, know? yes. And it, it's a guessing game. He is, at, but he will make it sound good because he'll be sitting on that panel and he'll be like, oh, that's a great pick. Yeah. I knew that they would. They, they needed somebody like this, you know, and he and they, they took the right guy. If they're going to take that guy, they're going to take the right guy, I, like, which we can 100% do. Now, look at Amon St. Brown. He does know all of them. By, oh, by, well, of <laughs> I mean, they, he does a lot more research than we oh, do. No, I, I'm just but, saying when it comes to, like, I can look at, jo- at Jordan Addison just as well as he can, and I can be like, that dude's a stud. He's yeah, going to be a superstar. Right, I agree with that. I mean, you know, I mean, let's be honest. Who can't look at Njigba and go, that dude's a freaking stud, you know? Yeah. Duh, you know? Just like next year, Marvin Harrison Jr. is going to come out, right. and it's going to be like, oh, Marvin Harrison Jr., he's a first-round talent. No crap. <laughs> he was a freaking first-round talent when he's in middle school. Yeah. You know, because his dad's a freaking Hall of Famer. Yeah. But I'm, I'm just saying, like, like nobody saw Amon St. Brown. Right. But Amon St. Brown saw Amon St. Brown because – Oh, and he's letting everyone know. Yeah, because that you he's got a list of the me. 16 dudes that got drafted above Right. You know, like it was personal to him, right? So, and there'll be a couple. That, there'll but that be a doesn't few of those mean the, that that Johnson or or Addison or the Hyatt kid from Tennessee, yeah. You know, 
th- th- they could be the next Almond St. Brown that takes it personal and they're like, no, I'm this is what I'm here for, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I think it's 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 that, funny that we have talked NFL draft and the and the dynasty together because it it's it's, it's the same thing. Exactly. I mean, like we're the GM of a make-believe football team. Correct. But we're having the same type of conversations that the real teams are having. You Completely know? agree. It's it's just like, I mean, it took me five weeks to get Darren off of that number two pick because he was like, I don't know, I haven't really looked at it. And I'm like, I just every week I'd be like, hey, you know. You know and I, I bet I sent him 20 trades. And when, when – um, when Jesse acquired the number three pick from Ben, yeah, I texted Darren. I said, "Now you definitely have to trade me the number two pick." And he he texted me and goes, "Why?" And I said, "Because Jesse just acquired the number three pick, and the only way I can get who I want is to be at number two. So you got to tell me what it's going to take." <laughs> so it literally got to the point of, "What do I have to give you?" <laughs> And so I said, I'm willing to do this, this, and this, and your choice of these guys. And that's what he did, is he filled those spots and and chose who he wanted. And so that's how we got there. So, but yeah, that, that's, I think it's, I think it's fascinating. Who did he get the number three pick off of? Ben. It was he, it was my pick originally. I traded it to Ben for Chubb, which was stupid. And he traded him for and he traded the number three pick for Hollywood Brown and Eno Benjamin. No, he he got Mac Jones, uh, DJ oh, Moore. Okay. All right, then that's how he got the number five pick. That's how who got the number five pick? Jesse. That's how he got the number five pick. Was was that was that was that trade there? And then yeah, you're right. The the Mac Jones, Mac Jones, DJ Moore, Noah Fant for your uh your pick, which ended up yeah. being the third pick. Yeah. So Darren <laughs> Darren told me the other night, he goes, Do you realize you have eight picks in the draft? And he said, the only one of them that is actually yours is the fifth round pick. <laughs> <laughs> so I have seven picks of other people's picks in the draft, but only one of my own, and it's the fifth round. They're mine now. <laughs> so, but I, I mean, I, I've got a, I, I've got an idea of the three people that I want at the three spots. Yeah. You know, now whether or not it transpires that way or not, I don't know. Right. Uh, but but uh, me and Jesse have f- what? I, he's got one, three, and five, and I've got two and six. I mean, the rest of us should just sit back and auto pick the first round because nobody <laughs> else really. I mean, everybody else is just. I mean, Ben's got four, so maybe he'll pay attention. Everybody else is just kind of sitting over there going, "Are yeah. we done? <laughs> Can we move on?" Yeah, Ben 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 has the number four pick. So, but me except and, for Darren, Darren's excited about his pick. Me, me and me and Jesse have four of the top five picks. Yeah, right. So, or five of the top six picks. 
That's what it is. Yeah. You've got all the picks except for four, seven, and eight. And ten. Oh, does Ben have ten as well? Well, I don't know, but I'm just saying you go yeah. you go to nine. You yeah. know, you and Jesse go to nine, I and then there's three, six, and then I there's two, and there's six, three six, other nine. picks in the uh, yeah. three other people get to pick in the middle of all that, yeah. and then you know Jeff picks ten, whatever. Yeah, and then and I mean Ben made the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Ben made the playoffs because Jesse tanked. Jesse, I just told you that. Jesse we all, tanked. We all know you tanked. Oh, he would. He he. Yeah. But the rules have been changed now. <laughs> you can't tank no more. You can tank, but you better win that daggone consolation bracket. That's all I'm saying. So, I, I think we need to talk to the guys about potentially doing a doing something live. I would agree. So, speaking of know. change, what's the next topic? Next time, are you tired of talking about the NFL? No, not at all. But I mean, so if there's anything else on the list that's any good, because I mean that's that's going to be the that's going to be the overwhelming. Uh, I mean, it will take over the NBA playoffs. I'll pay attention to what happens to Sacramento. I, I will 100 percent pay attention to what what's going on in the NFL draft because everything's going to pick up every day from here yeah. on out. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I agree. So the next thing I have wrote down is that Adam jinxed the Tampa Bay race. <laughs> Way to go, Adam. So they were thirteen and zero. They had tied a major league record. Yep. And I, I, you know, I kind of said something about that, and he goes, "Well, they're going to break it tonight." And I said, well, "I don't know. They're going to the they're going to Blue Jays." And he goes, "Oh no, they, they, they'll, they'll win tonight. They'll yeah. lose tomorrow." Yeah, that's what he said. They've won one game since then. <laughs> The Reds even beat them. Yeah, the, and the Reds killed them. I mean, it wasn't <laughs> was even, that the fourteen nothing game? I, I well, the last I saw it was six to nothing. So it could have possibly been, but that was like on Monday night. Yeah, but I mean, they went one and two in uh, in Toronto, and then they they come to Cincinnati. Well, and, Tampa Bay's getting their uh, getting it back tonight. Oh, are they top of the seventh? It's nine nothing Tampa Bay. Oh well, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> but I I just thought no that. eight I, eight one I'm sorry that yeah. was the Phil uh Phil, they beat the Philadelphia they beat the Phillies thirteen nothing and like two nights before that but yeah beat them eight one yeah and and the the funny thing about it is is like there's like three Reds players that I know the actual names of yeah unfortunately I know more of them because I'm yeah. a Reds fan <laughs> so but I mean the the Braves are on fire. Uh, the Dodgers are struggling. The Mets are struggling. The Phillies are struggling. San Francisco is struggling. Yeah. I mean, it, there's a lot of teams that are struggling that in like, baseball that, that you're just kind of like, what happened? Well, and the crazy part about it is, is like they had the full complement of spring training. No COVID yeah. crap. This is right. the, the first normal spring. And, the, I mean, the guys are struggling. I mean, it, it's kind of crazy. So, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll kind of see how that all plays out. But, I mean, the Braves are playing. The, the, this might be the best Braves team we've seen, even better than the World Series team it in might 20 be, years. It might be the best. Last year's Braves versus Mets during the whole season was pretty good. Yeah. This might be the best in-conference uh, series that we've seen, I don't know, in 10 years. 15 years yeah. because last year 
really stirred up some bad blood, and it, it's just going to spill over because I mean the Braves are thirteen and four, and now the Mets are eleven and six, and it's just going to continue to be like that yeah. all year long. Yeah, and the, I mean, of course, they did the same thing last year, and the of course the the Braves it took a little bit for them to get going last year, but the you know the Mets were hot all year long. The Braves caught them. And then the Phillies sucked most of the year. They yep. fired their head coach or, or their their manager, and then they made a run. And then they they acquired more talent this offseason, and they're they're, they're not good. They're, they're they're getting beat pretty bad. Yeah. So oh, it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. So, do we want to do a roll for topic real quick, and then we'll I mean, wrap it up? I mean, why not? So, I think we. Uh, I think we uh, touched some nerves last week. Oh, did we? Uh, I, you know, I think there was a people that, I mean, the poll that we put out on Facebook was overwhelmingly Marvel. Yeah. But I think there was some people who were like, what are they talking about? Marvel's always best, but. Well, I mean, just drop a little teaser. We're going to do, we're going to do the Marvel, uh, the, the, the superhero villain tournament. I think we're going to drop it this summer. I think we're going to do that sooner. I'm and, good with that. And and uh, nothing we, like a good summer topic. Yeah, we've already kind of figured out kind of how we're going to do it. So uh, look for that. That that'll be that'll be coming soon. So all right, here we go. Number one. Well, I mean, no topic. Oh god. <laughs> we need to change that. Number five. Have we already done that one? Sort of. Let's see here. Sort of? Yeah. How about number four? Yeah. We've done that one too? Yep. You're going to have to refill the, oh, the list. Number 10. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Number 19. Okay. <laughs> we haven't done that. Um, and, again, it would have been really good with these other two, but – You go play a round of golf. Who's your, who's the foursome that you want playing with you? Not just us, but I mean, who's your dream foursome that you want that you would want to play with? Well, I mean, you had to play with Tiger, for sure. That would be pretty cool. Michael Jordan. Yeah, there'd be a lot of gambling involved. Yeah, well, I, I wouldn't be able to. <laughs> well, have Michael, I can't hang with you, buddy. Yeah. And. Um, Hmm. Bill Murray. That's a great addition. Yeah. The amount of stories he could tell and the antics he could he could, he can pull off yeah. on the golf course. That's a great pick. I would have to get him to go. Hey, could go for the five iron here? <laughs> Cinderella story. Uh, out of nowhere. <laughs> oh, it's in the hole. It's in the hole. It's in the hole. <laughs> oh, let's see. That's a pretty good foursome right there. Yeah, Bill Murray really, that's that, that's really the cherry on top there. Um, That'd be another good social media 
Well, we should start doing these on social media. Yeah. At, you know, like yeah. after the show drops. Wait. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, speaking of the Reds, I think I would have to put Pete Rose on my foursome. Okay. Um, I think I would put Jack Black on my foursome. <laughs> um, myself and Barkley. See, I almost thought about Barkley because because of the spoon talking about him the other day. So I, I, th- <laughs> I think the camaraderie. Com- who cares about the golf? Yeah. The 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 cart talk that yeah. could happen over eighteen holes. Yeah. Would just be. I mean, I would be sore not from playing golf, but from, from laughing. laughing. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. I could see that. So that would be uh, that'd be that'd be fun. Yeah, that'd be fun. So, all right, guys. Well, an, another great episode as usual. It's it's hard to get to an hour and a half, hour and forty five when there's only two of us here. We don't have. We don't have all that hot air from them other two uh, <laughs> filling up the room, so so we just kind of board straight and direct to the point, right? They 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 are full of useless knowledge. So, um, but I'm just kidding. But anyways, um, we look forward to uh, next week. Keep an eye out. We might actually do the um, some of the NFL draft on on a live or something like that. But of course, I know the 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 early morning workers might have to go to bed. But see. I'm off the day after the draft, so... Of course you are. <laughs> yeah, because the wife and the daughter are going out of town, so I'm going to stay with Chase. So, um, Not only... Tell us what you... Uh, go to social media. Social media. Go to social media. <laughs> and tell us China. what you think about the um, taglines we come up with for some of these people. Their new names. Because... You know, you never know when there might be a T-shirt line come out with Wimby, your mama, on it. <laughs> and that I, I, I'm going to tell you right now, I would 100% wear that everywhere I go, and people would go. <laughs> That's not great for radio or, or, because I'm just turning my head, and that guy and somebody's looking at like, but what is the, it, what does that say on the, his T-shirt? The best, the the two best ones though is I'm an old school guy. Yes. Or don't be a meridian. <laughs> So tell us what you think about those things. Tell us if you would wear that on a T-shirt, yeah. Yeah. Uh, because we we're, we're talks, tossing around the idea, and I, I, I we may be real close to putting those out. Yeah. So keep yeah. your eyes open. Yeah, for sure. And as always, guys, we appreciate you so much, and uh, we'll see you next week. Stay safe, friends. You want to try that again? There it is. See ya. The MoCo Four Horsemen would like to thank you for listening to From Corner to Corner. Be sure to go out and follow us on Twitter, on TikTok, on Facebook, Instagram, and even YouTube. Whatever podcast platform that you listen to us on, be sure to go out and give us a five-star review. Thanks as always, and we look forward to seeing you next week.